Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called a fisherman's five-minute look at the book. The book of Acts, Acts chapter 18. I find our thought will be in a number of different verses this week. But the book of Acts, Acts chapter 18, many people even in our five-minute look at the book, they turn with us in the Bible. I thank you for that. Hey, by the way, if you can help or if we can help you, uh, by the way, uh, do something uh, as far as making some contact. If you have access to a computer and that keyboard, it's just F-O. O-M-M dot O-R-G. That'll bring you directly to us here at Fishers of Men Ministries International. This week I want to talk about something a little bit controversial. I know when you say that, see, I get the ears to perk up. I want to talk about, remember, it's been a while back, we talked about how that the modern movement, that so-called, it's so-called soul winning, a lot of times it's no more than just body winning because a lot of times the heart is not affected. Now, we don't want to go off in left field with that. There's two, you know, they're extreme, always extremes and the extreme is never right. When it comes to taking and talking with other people about the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah, there are those that think it's just like selling a book, you know. It's kind of like, uh, you know, gospel sales. And uh, I used to take and be with some people that uh, were very active in this particular rim to the maximum, and uh, I would meet them, and they would say in the run of maybe a couple of two or three hours, they had already had one, five, ten, fifteen people to the Lord, and the bottom line is for most of those people, they never heard from them again. All they got is some something that was done as far as the mind is concerned. The heart wasn't touched, so we do need to reach the soul of men. The opposite of that is where you go off in the other end and say, well, our only responsibility is to uh, tell people about Jesus, and if Jesus wants to save them, that's all right. And if not, that, you know, then the responsibility is off of you. My friend, that's the extreme. The other end, you get into areas of what uh, many call in theological groups hyper-Calvinism, not just Calvinism, but hyper-Calvinism. Yes, the will of the Lord is that people be saved. You know, the problem is the man. The problem is the heart of man. The problem is not with God. But we think about uh, winning people to Christ. If you've thought about this, how would you like to hasten the Lord's return? You know, I believe the Lord is coming. I believe the Lord's coming very soon. You said they've been saying that for years, preacher. Yeah, but the years are over and we're here now. I mean, I believe we're on just the last few seconds of the clock as it ticks away. How would you like to return or have the Lord to return today? How could I hasten that return? Well, you let me just throw you out a scenario here just for a moment. Suppose the Lord has. Now, before his return, suppose he has a thousand. There's a thousand more people that are needing to be saved or that will be saved. It's kind of like the book of Romans, Romans chapter 11, verse 25. It talks about the fullness of the Gentiles. And when the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, God's dealing is going to be back with the nation of Israel. But before that, the fullness of the Gentiles, what is that, my friend? When the last soul comes to know Christ. Now, suppose there's just a thousand left. Suppose this week I'm used by the Lord to present the gospel to people, and maybe in the run of an entire week I'm able to take and see one or two people saved. What does that do? It went from 1,000 to 999 to 998. You see what's happening there. So when we reach people with the gospel, maybe we think about the, uh, the fullness of the Gentiles. I don't know when that is, but I tell you, uh, if I could be a part of something that would hasten the return of my Lord, I'd do it as fast as I could because I do 
want to see Jesus. A lot of people now, as we get into uh, what we're going to be talking about in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 18, verse 4. Now, before we leave, a lot of people are turned off with this thing called soul winning. They said, I cannot win anybody. I think people ought to be ashamed. Uh, some would say, well, I don't win them anyhow. It's the Lord that wins them. Well, well, that's true. Instead of using this winning, this soul winning, let's use another word as we find it in the New Testament. And here's one here, Acts 18, 4. And he, it's the apostle Paul, and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks. Now, I like that word. He reasoned and persuaded. Then in Acts chapter 19, it says in verse 26, moreover, you see and hear that not alone at Ephesus, but also throughout all Asia, this Paul hath persuaded. Now, i tell you what. Now, we can do that, can I? Uh, we can reason with people. We can be used by the Holy Spirit to persuade people, to turn them from religion, to turn them to Christ, to turn them from themselves, to turn them from Christ, to persuade people about Jesus Christ and what he has done. And do it in such a way that the soul is touched. Now, until tomorrow, Fisher Munn, saying goodbye.